Emotions, they are everywhere. They are always there, like a friend or like an enemy. Intense, medium, light, and everything in between. Terminologies like positive or negative, they can't capture them. They are more complex than that. Emotions, expressions of our inner world that's unseen but also real. Words sometimes are not enough to capture how it feels. Symbolic or metaphoric speech can sometimes come close to how it really feels. Emotions, dealing with emotions, a challenge for many. Episode 29, Master Your Emotions, Part 1. Hey, I'm Gladys Brinkman Regina of Ladies and Gents of God where we talk about struggles and victories in becoming and being the lady and the gentleman that we dream to be, where we discover God's thought about us and allow that to influence our being. This while taking notice of all that we know about mental and emotional health. Join the Ladies and Gents of God community in this podcast. Hello, my LGOGs. I'm happy to be able to be here again with you in this podcast. An episode that fits the month theme of minority mental health. But trust me that it's not only for minority groups. We all experience emotions and we all come in situations or seasons in life where dealing with our emotions is a big challenge. Most of the times because they overwhelm us or control us in certain situations or seasons in life. If you are dealing with self-worth issues or mental and emotional health issues, you certainly know how this can feel. The emotions can be so strong that it interferes with our daily life, the way we function on a daily basis. The emotions can feel so strong that we feel like we cannot handle it and search for ways to escape the emotions. The emotions can be so strong that it feels like it has murdered us inside. We feel so numb, not living but existing. Sometimes the question can even cross our mind if that is not better than being alive. Emotions, it's like we can't live with them and we can't live without them. But we need to find a way to live with them in all situations and all seasons. So how do we do that? How do we start? Dealing with emotions requires you to know what it is that you are feeling, to understand why you are feeling this way, and to have ways, healthy ways, to deal with the emotions and situation. We learn all of this from the moment we were born. Think about a baby. Baby cries, but he actually doesn't have a clue what he is feeling. It appears that baby is feeling cold, and that's why feeling uncomfortable. 
mommy or daddy discovers this and attends to his need. Baby calms down and feels okay again. It's a bonus for mommy and daddy if they also voice to the baby what was going on, like, oh, you're feeling cold. Oh, that's so uncomfortable. Let's make sure that you feel warm again. Oh, it's going to be okay. This subtitling of what is going on is essential for the baby to make sense of what he is feeling and to learn that something and what can be done about it. This process continues as a baby grows and the baby, the child, the teenager, the youth, the adult, the elderly, I mean all in each phase will deal with emotions. And with the time, more complex emotions. This process of learning to know, understand, and deal with emotions doesn't always go the best way it can go. Why? Because our parents and caregivers might not know the best way to teach us all of this. They might have cultural, not so helpful ways. They might be lacking emotion regulation skills. They might be too caught up in their own emotions, etc., etc. Besides the fact that learning to master your emotions might lack something, it is also a fact that sometimes we can get overwhelmed by an emotion and because of that we lose control and might not even know what and why we are feeling or how to deal with it. When we lose this control, our emotions can start to rule our days and impact our functioning. To gain back control, we need to go back to step one, then step two, then step three. Too often, we want to jump to step three and deal with the emotion while we don't know what it is that we are feeling or understand why. Knowing what you are feeling starts with being aware of your body. Emotions have physical reactions and gives you a physical feeling in your body, like heavy breathing, a pressure in the head, a weight on the shoulders, a knot in the stomach, um, racing thoughts, etc., etc., Next to the physical reactions and feelings in your body, emotions can also be described metaphorically. Like some people describe the feeling of carrying a heavy backpack. They will voice that as stress. Or some describe that it feels like they have a chain around their ankle with a heavy ball attached to it. They might call that feeling as stock. Or others might say that it feels like they have walls around them that closes in on them and call that feeling trapped. All of these are ways to go back to step one, knowing what you feel. Why is this important? Because then you can analyze when do you feel like that? When is that feeling more or less? What helps it to become more or less? This info is needed for the next steps.
Step two, understanding why you feel what you feel. This is sometimes a difficult one because it is not only about the situation right now, but also about the past. A good way of starting to get an understanding is to ask yourself the following questions when analyzing an emotional situation. It's the ABC. I talked about it in episode 22 also. A. Activating event. What is the actual event or situation, mental picture, physical trigger that activated the negative feeling? B. Beliefs. What were your thoughts, expectations, perceptions, attitude when the event occurred? What were you thinking? C. Consequences. Describe the feeling you got due to all of this. How would you call it? How would you name it? And maybe it's a mixture of feelings. And what were your actions? What did you do? This step two can be intense. It can be really intense to do. Because you might go back into the feeling and it might disrupt you again. Your thoughts and actions might confront you. So you certainly need to be able to like take a step back and look at yourself like you are watching a movie. Also, you need to be in a calm state of mind because then you have the brain capacity to do this. It's also needed that you don't go about fretting, worrying, or puzzling about it all. So have a moment to do the ABC and then do something else that can take your mind from it. Something that relaxes you, something that you enjoy to do. And one more tip, it's very helpful if you write your analysis down. This enables you to collect different analysis so you can have a meta-analysis. This also enables you to literally close the book and put it away as a symbol of being done with that now. This can be very helpful to people that goes about fretting, worrying, and puzzling about about it all. LGOGs, I still have more to tell you about all of this, but I think for now, this is enough. If you start by doing what we talked about in this episode for the coming week, then we will proceed together next week. I'll be talking about the meta-analysis and thinking about it, a part three might be needed to talk extendedly about step three, how to deal with emotions. For now, let's pray. Dear Lord in heaven, please be with us as we dive into our emotions. It can be a scary thing to do because it might be something we totally want to avoid because it overwhelms us. But Lord, 
And together with you, we can do it with no fear and with self-control. Help us, stand by us, lead us, enlighten us, comfort us. We need you, Lord. We need you near us. Thank you for being there. Amen. Tune in next time. Every Thursday, a new episode. If this podcast has inspired you, please don't forget to subscribe and join the Ladies and Gents of God community on Instagram and Facebook. And follow and please contribute to the Ladies and Gents of God playlist on Spotify. Feel also free to contact me in English, Dutch, Papiamento, or Spanish in a direct message or email. The email is gladys at ladiesandgentsofgod.com. Looking forward to connect and hear from you.